Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. You got 20,000 people. You got no more boats. You don't have enough guns. If we do this, if we do this my way, something's wrong. They're communicating. We're talking about an animal here. A highly intelligent animal. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. How is that for beginning? This is Douglas Viviani with the ever-lively David Cohen. Jurassic World. Yes, with the release of the fourth installment of this Jurassic Park, uh, I guess you can't call it a trilogy anymore, this franchise, right? Again, June- can't, can't think of a new idea. Let's, <laughs> let's go back and see what we can redo again. Listen, America right now is dinosaur crazed <laughs> all over again. <laughs> So we at Everything Old is New Again are going to visit and revisit the dinosaur craze. While we, why are we enthralled with these dinosaurs? And from uh, the time we were kids, throughout our lives, I think the, the topic just doesn't go away. Um, and in fact, these dinosaurs haven't been on Earth. I think the last dinosaur was about 65 million years ago. What was that like, Doug, when uh, the last dinosaur left? Funny you say that, because... <laughs> The birth of dinosaurs was approximately 201 mil... Am I right? 201 million years ago. So I, I don't know. Are you really going back to yes. the history of dinosaurs? They lived until they lived for 150 million years. Think about that. They were the di- the, the dominant form on, uh, of life on this planet for all that time. And uh, if you could just give you a little perspective, man has been on the planet for six million years. Humans, humans, right. if you will. We're just going to cover man, six. and then what? Women showed up and later. Women showed up and civilized us, and we've been civilized <laughs> since six thousand thousand years ago. That's it. So it's a drop in the bucket compared to how long these dinosaurs were on the planet. I sound, think I have a, is that like a New York accent? Dinosaurs? How do you really sound that? Say that. No, actually you pronounce that without an accent. I was going to compliment you on that. <laughs> you usually say dinosaurs. 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 <laughs> like, they were the dominant theme in, uh, you know, now not so much because, <laughs> you know, they're not around. You know that they were very highly social animals, you know. They, I don't know. Yes, Doug. they how, lived. In, how, how do you know this? I know this because I've done a lot of research. They lived in flocks like birds. Uh, they birds, by the Everybody way. Everybody knows that we're doing a Geico commercial. Yes, they're, <laughs> they're the closest living relatives of the birds. Yes, right now. Yes. yes. They lay eggs. Yes. They sleep with their heads tucked under their arms like birds do today. Yes. Did you know that not until eighteen fifteen. <laughs> Did the study of dinosaurs begin? And it went... They, they just, I did not know that. Yes. William Buckland of Oxford was prolific, and he studied and found tons and Billy, tons. Billy. Of, Billy Buxford. Good old Billy Buxford. And good old Billy. I'll tell you what happened. The American dinosaur was discovered, the first one in 1857. The American dinosaur? The, yes. The first American dinosaur. How did they know it was American? What did he have, like a uh, cheeseburger inside him? <laughs> what, why is he an American dinosaur? You mean a dinosaur found in... In America. In, in where are current uh, present nation absolutely okay, buried right next to a stars and stripes i think it was at the alamo <laughs> they found it but uh <laughs> that makes any sense but uh that's when i'm gonna say this now 1858 you think like a uh, beetle mania was was big back in the 1960s 1858 they had something called dinosaur mania do you know that 
the, the place you're, you're just you're making this up. I'm not. All you hear about is Civil War stuff all the time, the 1860s right. and all this. That was a big deal. And it, Lincoln loved dinosaurs. If it wasn't for the Civil War, he'd be known as our, known as our dinosaur. Uh, uh, president. You know why? Uh, no. Do you ever see, like, you go to Wikipedia or any any place <laughs> where you see pictures of dinosaurs and then have a little picture of a man, if you see this, and the man is wearing the top cat hat that Abe Lincoln is wearing. Come so I'm, on. I'm going to tell Come you that the, the, the figure that they're using is Abe Lincoln because he loved dinosaurs. Well, he then. fought vampires, right, in a movie that came out a few years ago. Why not, uh, uh, why not well, dinosaurs? Okay, I'm going to say that, buy it. that it's, I, I would... Field the question, but I would say that he definitely loved dinosaurs. He was used just like what's the actor the the, the no for the NBA? Who was the the symbol of the NBA? Isn't that um, West? What's his name? The the the, uh, the Jerry Trump. West. Jerry West. Jerry West is the symbol of the NBA. If you see that guy with the you know the, with the ball. Oh, you mean the the logo? The logo. Correct. Oh, okay. So okay. The logo I for dinosaurs. Talking about you know who's the best player today in the NBA? No, no I'm talking right. about. Logo, the logo for the dinosaur <laughs> is Abe Lincoln with that hat. That's what I'm going to tell you. That's how significant he is in this study of dinosaurs. Wow, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I mean, sir, what do you mean the logo for the dinosaur is well, Abe Lincoln? If you heard before, I say that, you know, when yes. you look at the dinosaur. Right, like, you see the caveman and in the you, front. No, you see a man with a top hat, that hat that Abe Lincoln wears with the overcoat. That's the guy you see compared to the size of the brontosaurus. Oh, I see now. So therefore, okay. Abe Lincoln to me is the same as Jerry West. I'm telling you this history stuff, Doug. Just <laughs> trying to get to this how you would remember this stuff. You okay. see. All right. So we'll get. Th- that's it for the 201 million years of history on dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm done. Boiled Other down than, into two minutes. Exactly. I, I'd love to. Test more about you. Abe Lincoln, but no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> test me. I'm ready. I want to know if you are familiar with dinosaurs and have you seen dinosaurs? Do you do you study them? Do you enjoy them? When you were you a kid growing up? Do you ever watch Jurassic? Where do you stand on this whole thing? Um, I like Jurassic Park. Period. Um, about as far as dinosaurs, no, couldn't. As a kid, you didn't have those little like uh, dinosaurs. I was. I wasn't a big dinosaur kid. I Interesting. Wasn't. You were right. I loved it. In yeah. fact, the Leo, my my three year old, if he's good at school, you know, on a Friday, I pick him up, and he knows that that day he's able to go if he was good to the dollar store. I'm a big spender, and at the dollar <laughs> store they have these figurines of dinosaurs. Cool. And so I'll go there, and he knows exactly where to go, and he picks a different dinosaur every Friday. Loves them. The first really one he nice. picked up ever was the Brontos- Brontosaurus. Are you familiar with that one? Yeah, because uh, apparently they make good burgers. Oh, really? On the Flintstones, right? <laughs> Didn't they eat Brontosaurus burgers? I think they did. Yes, yeah. they did. They, they were like the cow, if you will, of the dinosaur kingdom. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, they were the in tallest and heaviest dinosaur of all. They're the one that you see in Jurassic Park eating the uh, when they're in the tree eating the uh, the leaf. Oh, right, 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 and right. sneezes right. on the kids and whatever. Yes, it, was yes. a, it was a herbivore, but that's the biggest. And uh, in fact, that was an 80-ton dinosaur, believe it or not. That's wow. How, all right, now, quiz me, though. I, I, right, I so have some knowledge. You. I wasn't right. a big fan, but I, I do have some knowledge. Which is the dinosaur that had the scales on his back? You know, the one that scales, they, they're kind of like, like a vertebrae. stegosaurus? Stegosaurus. Hey. The dumbest dinosaur of all. Mm, figures how I'd know that. <laughs> the brain size of a walnut. What about the flying dinosaur? What's the name of that one? 
Pterodactyl. Yes, nice. The pterodactyl are alive and well in Jurassic World. They're carrying people off. You don't want to give the, the movie away, but if you haven't <sighs> seen it, that's a, a lot of fun. What about, is, is there a, a fish dinosaur? I don't know if you've ever been exposed to that. No, that I wouldn't know. They're kind of exposing that in this Jurassic World. The fish jumps out of the water and actually, if you see in, in the, the coming attractions, eats this pterodactyl flying away. Have you seen that? No, but... Uh, Look out for that. That's, that's pretty cool. That's called a uh, Trilosaurus. Nice. I love these names. And finally, what do you think is the fiercest dinosaur of all? T-Rex, I guess, well, right? they say... Actually, the research shows that the Velociraptor, the oh, one that's right. in the Jurassic Park chasing yes. the kids, are the fiercest. Not even that big, but they were very fast-moving, and their jaws yeah. were like the, like the T-Rex. Um, although the well, T-Rex definitely could be one that would be pretty significant. Uh, let's, um, let's listen to what a T-Rex sounds like this day. That's pretty, pretty frightening. Sounds no? like someone leaning on a car horn in midtown Manhattan, actually. <laughs> All right, I have one for you. Yes. You think you have one that's like more? I have one that's even scarier than the T-Rex, and I prepared a little... We'll never stop being your friend. You're all very special to me, too. I love you. You love me. We're a happy family with a great... I tremble when I hear that dinosaur. That's uh, uh, unbelievable. Uh, I, I don't know if anyone knows the name of that. We've, we haven't mentioned that one in the past. Barney. It's yes. Barney. A big uh, purple dinosaur. You know, I would not let my son watch that when he was growing up. Why not? Because it's, it's such a ridiculous show. Um, I, you know, the kids look like like Stepford Wife kids. You know what I mean? They yes. have that like the bug eyed kids always having fun, always on. It's like they were computer programmed to be happy, you know, or injected with something. It was just really a weird show. And I never let him watch it. I never and I still wouldn't. And does he like dinosaurs now or is he turned off completely to dinosaurs as a result? Of he that was decision? never interested in dinosaurs. See, I wonder what effect this this had on 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 him. I, I know that. <laughs> Having a Barney awkward, would have turned him off to dinosaurs. <laughs> well, just having some kind of an awkward, weird thing inside, outside, outside you know, wearing this outfit, um, sort of like the banana splits, uh, does affect you as it long does. as you live. So we can't get over the banana splits. We talked about the banana splits on our Saturday morning extravaganza. You spent Saturday morning with us. If you heard that, if you missed it, tune in to Everything Old Is New Again dot biz. Look for the old podcasts and uh, and listen and talk about. The banana splits. But we'll yeah. be back talking about Jurassic Park and dinosaurs. listening to everything old is new again america's entertainment pop culture talk show with douglas viviani and david cohen this is my report as it happens a prehistoric monster the japanese call godzilla has just walked out of tokyo bed it wasn't the airplanes it was beauty killed the beast 
Love those two movies. Love that whole genre of the big animal, if you will, or the big monster. We did shows on that and everything old is new again. But I played those two clips, which were Godzilla and King Kong representations, to exclude them from our discussion today. I think a lot of people, when they talk, think of dinosaurs, do think of Godzilla. You know, we think about the movies, right. think about Godzilla and even King Kong. But Godzilla was, wasn't... It was supposed to be a dinosaur. Right? Not really. No, dinosaurs didn't like, you know... Uh, breathe fire. Breathe fire and have, you know, they may have had bad breath, but it wasn't that bad. But it was a prehistoric animal, they, they were saying. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I think they, they took liberties to make it All like right. a super... We're going to try to be realistic here. I just did the history of dinosaurs from 201 B.C. What am I saying? 201 million years B.C. to present in, in 20 minutes. So 10 minutes we did it in. So I want to stick to that and not ruin our hard work. <laughs> Your hard work. Exactly. I'm just sitting here like an idiot. You know? uh, Brontosaurus burger. <laughs> All right. Well, you need to have a little, uh, little tete-a-tete there. Is that what it's called? Little, little discussion. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Does anybody know who he is? Yes. He got my hands up. going up is in the one air. one person in the studio and... He, he wrote Sherlock his? Holmes, didn't he? Yes, he did. But I have a feeling he had something to do with dinosaurs. He just, sure did. Am I right? It's called The Lost World. In 1912, he did the first that I could find uh, fictional discussion and story about dinosaurs and dinosaurs being found on an island. So before Jurassic Park, before Michael Crichton did his uh, Jurassic Park book, which we'll eventually get to, you know, the, the incarnation of Hollywood, uh, of the dinosaurs, it started in uh, in the format of a novel by Sir Arthur, Arthur Conan Doyle. How do you like Doyle. that? All right. Yeah. So Arthur Conan Doyle also had an interesting... Arthur Arthur. The author Arthur Conan Doyle. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get it right. <laughs> that guy um, had a very interesting <laughs> <laughs> run in with uh, with the magician um, who's the most famous magician of all time um, I don't know I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know uh, the who guy, uh, uh, um, the big okay. magician the that big we guy. the famous oh the famous magician yes, right exactly um, had a run in and he had a with, famous run in with, with him. Arthur Arthur right. and, and I will we will do a whole show on magic and let you know who that magician is as soon as we find out and so yes <laughs> and it's, who that magician is we'll do a no, show who, on well, it well Houdini of course is who it is but it, that was they Good. had a whole run in and it's a lot of fun we're going to get to that down the line right now <laughs> let's talk about and see the representation of the lost world in 1960. There it is, directly ahead. A body of land uplifted by volcanic eruption a hundred million years ago. The land where monsters lived. With Jill St. John, David Hedison, Claude Rains, Fernando Lamas, and Frosty the Poodle in the most fantastic of adventure stories. Air-raising attack by prehistoric monsters. Terrible creatures of destruction that ever walked the earth. You know, Frosty the Poodle uh, wanted the top billing, uh, but lost. It was a bitter dispute with Fernando Lamas. It, they were both in the running <laughs> for the bottom billing, and uh, Fernando Lamas beat out Frosty the Poodle. Did you hear how he, how he pronounced like everything was said in English when he with with a straight English accent, American accent? When he got to Fernando Lamas, Fernando Lamas, yeah, it's like he had a he had to put a spin, a Spanish accent on for La, Fernando Lamas. Hey, well, I'm sure that was in the it was that was an exchange for not being. Uh, <laughs> 
or being ahead of <laughs> being ahead of Frosty the, the Poodle. Poodle. Yeah, I wonder. We should take a look and see what sequels Frosty the Poodle did himself. Uh, How do you think Frosty did against the uh, the dinosaurs they met in that? I movie? wonder how Claude Rains would have liked that. Claude Rains, who was in Casablanca with Humphrey Bogart, was in the Invisible Man, the first Invisible Man right. movie. Uh, he was in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. A, a, a tremendously acclaimed actor, and he's in that. He's in <laughs> The Lost World in 1960, which, uh, not a terrible movie, but a poodle. They had to throw a poodle in there so little kids would come and watch this movie. That's basically what they did that for. Wow. Because a poodle is not in the original Lost World story by Sir Arthur. I was going to say, <laughs> Arthur, Arthur, I, yeah, putting a poodle in just doesn't make sense. No. But also David Hennessy, who was uh, the captain of the Sea View. What is that? Uh-huh. What show? 1960s. Oh wow! The uh, undersea, the the under. You're almost there. Voyage, leagues. voyage of the voyage to <coughs> the bottom of the sea. He, and, and he also invented uh, Hennessy uh, whiskey, right? No. Okay. <laughs> I met him. He was actually a really cool Did you really? dude. Yes, he was also in 007. He the was, whiskey guy or David Hennessy? No, the David Hennessy. Okay. Uh, he was also in the Fly. If you remember that movie, yeah, uh, the original yeah. Fly. Right, 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 right. He was. He's a really cool okay. guy. Actually, I'm going to look him up. He might be somebody we might be able to get on the show. Get him. He's very. Is interesting he still alive? Dude. Yes. Oh then, yeah. Then he'll be on the alive show. Well, that's um, the only. That's the only qualification <laughs> to be on our show. You must be alive. It's the only thing we ask. Exactly. Um, and, and actually, have vocal cords. I guess. Erwin um, Allen uh, was the producer of that. The Lost in Space uh, producer. He produced that movie, The The Lost World. Uh, so it was. It was. Believe it or not, it was pretty popular. So was this one. One million years B.C. erupts on the screen with volcanic excitement. See the fascinating, strange, and fearful creatures who roamed and ruled the Earth a million years B.C. Brontosaurus, a moving mountain of flesh and bone. The Pterodactyl, a flying reptile with giant teeth. The Triceratops, a horned dinosaur in battle with the savage Ceratosaurus. You will indeed live in another world. In another time, as the centuries fall back to reveal the Earth one million years B.C. Is that a dinosaur? <laughs> that sounded I, honestly. Yeah, that I, that, that I, was the Iarosaurus, I think. That Iarosaurus. That sounded like me Friday night at Providence <laughs> College at about five oh five when happy hour began. <laughs> I wonder why I never really had a date in Providence, but that's a different story. Uh, Talking about dates in that movie, that was one million years BC, nineteen sixty six. What was that? Whose first movie was that? Raquel Welch. Yes, and if you... Um, uh, in a furry bikini, caveman bikini. Yes, yes, and she's still known for that. And it was a perfect role for her because she was wearing a bikini and said nothing. <laughs> there was not one line. She was like a cavewoman. Not even grunting or anything She like was that? grunting, yes. Oh, yeah. So that's why it was a perfect role for her. I saw that as a kid, I remember... Seven times, and so. it was a big hit. These the last two movies in the sixties, uh, representations of Hollywood uh, doing the best they can with dinosaurs. And what was interesting about that that one, the one million years BC, is the you no know, special effects and no computers at all. There were no dinosaurs. There was nothing. <laughs> people did use like Harryhausen, uh, Harry Harryhausen, the the stop motion photographer guy. You know, he did all those uh, right. those movies um, with that method. Uh, they didn't use that in this movie. So what, what did they, they use? They took real lizards, real lizards, and. 
put like different outfits on them. <laughs> And like the scales and things for his, you know whatever whatever the different dinosaur was supposed to represent, lizards. and they put them into an area that looked like you know a like a little area. scale model. Yes, of... and had them fight each other, and then they put it into slow motion, and that was how did, wait. How did they the get the lizards effect? to fight each other? Uh, they don't just, feed them for four or five days, I guess. Put, like, scales on their back. You like know, dog uh, fighting? That, that's horrible. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was the special effect. Did Raquel Welch day. know about that? Because I don't think she would have stood for well, that. You know what? She would then look over her shoulder and pretend to see this. It was like super, she was superimposed. or that one, of, one was superimposed on top of the other. What an actress. Uh, yeah, she, she would have that, that horror, that look of horror. That, uh, that you're making of, that up about the lizards. No. Please tell me you're making that I'm up. I'm not making it up. It oh, was, man. Yes. That's that's You'd see, like the. No, I thought no, you were going to tell me it's people dressed up in lizard no, suits. No, no dinosaurs had like that scaly long tongue, the two forked tongue. You know that lizard yeah, tongue. Yeah, yeah. You would see that lizard tongue come out all the time on the different dinosaurs that wow. would come by, wow. and they would put the. Yeah, you know, I can imagine it right now, like a like a sca- like a like a shell on the back of, of the, lizard. the lizard, and that would oh. be the dinosaur. All right, we'll be back. Uh, Fantasia did a nice job in 1940 with. Uh, Say, Charlie, why the arm in the sling? Yeah, I walked straight into that busted street sign in front of Frank's Automat. Well, you must have been really sore at him. You said it, pal. I said, say, what's a big idea making a fella trip out there? I was going to sock him right in a kisser. He's all wet. Why, you ought to sue him, Charlie. I have half a mind to do just that. But where am I going to get that kind of dough? Say, I know a fella just got me out of a big jam, and he didn't break the bank. You yeah, don't say. Yeah, the law office of Douglas Viviani. The law office of Douglas Viviani? That's right, the law office of Douglas Viviani. Viviani. That's what I said, Viviani. Are you a straight shooter? He's a cat's meow. He's on the up and up? Doug's ace is with me. Is that so? He's a bee's bees. Well, that's just swell. You have his number? You can call him at 631-681-1910 or email him at VivianiLaw.com. Wait, what, what was that last part? What, email? Yeah, what's email? VivianiLaw.com. Now, back to America's entertainment pop culture talk show, Everything Old is New Again, with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Ah, welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. We are enjoying a discussion of Hollywood's treatment of the dinosaur or mistreatment of the dinosaur throughout the years. We did a bunch of uh, movies from the 60s and we've talked about the history. Let's talk about recent times. I, I would say that recently we've turned a, taken a turn other than the Lost World, which we'll talk to talk about shortly. Uh, dinosaurs became uh, sort of uh, the land of uh, comedy or some some jovality and I don't know if that's right or not, but let's take a listen to Ice Age. Sid, give them to her. She's their mother. How do I know she's their mother? What do you want, a birth certificate? She's a dinosaur. Look, these are my kids. And you're going to have to go through me to get them. 
So, like, I don't know, Ice Age takes place after dinosaurs, right? Those animals that are in Ice Age, if you've seen it, yeah. uh, like that, that's the stega. What is that, that, that one that's precursor to the elephant? The, the ma- woolly mammoth? The woolly mammoth, right. right. And, and all that. That's all after the age of the dinosaurs. Yes. All of a sudden now, they I guess they had to dig up uh, a new idea. Right. And he, lo and behold, here's a T-Rex in this uh, Ice Age, one of the dinosaurs. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan, but it happened. Am a fan of the TV show Land of the Lost from the 70s. Yes. Will Farrell redid that in 2009. It's okay. You can't cross in this terrible depth of perception. I think this chasm is a million miles long. He's not what you'd call an athlete, Mr. T Rex. See? Walking away in utter helplessness. After all, his brain is the size of a walnut. I mean, forget about the Polish. <laughs> it's the T-Rexes who are the real dummies of the world. In fact, the ever politically correct Will Farrell. Farrell. You know, <laughs> uh, that's where you got the brain size of the walnut. I see where you go, you're getting your research from now. Well, actually, he's wrong because we were talking about the the Stegosaurus had right. the size of the walnut, and if you look at that movie clip, he was talking about a Tyrannosaurus Rex, ah. whose size was the size of a, um, I guess, a tennis ball. So it's a little, he, little bigger. Will did not look. Thoroughly enough at Wikipedia. Once apparently. again, we've referenced this guy before. Uh, I, he needs to get on this show and needs to to have a little discussion with us at Everything Old Is New Again to kind of get him on track. Uh, he's done a nice job with his comedy, but maybe he needs a little. He needs more two grounding. mentors, I think. That, he does. That's and that's us. So, <laughs> speaking of mentors, I don't know. Hollywood has. Kind of had some fun with dinosaurs. They've they've done some movies, but I think there's a lot of ground to cover. I, I, I just want to go back in time a little bit to 1969 to a movie that I bet no one has seen and everyone should. How about that? Wow. Okay. Called The Valley of Guanji. Probably okay. reason why no one has ever seen it. Um, Ray Harryhausen, who I was mispronouncing right. the name before, with the stop motion photography, he did the special effects for this movie. It wasn't lizards; uh, <laughs> it was real dinosaurs. And the movie takes place. And by the way, uh, James Franciscus is in it. If you remember from Planet the second of the Apes. Planet of the Apes movie, right. yes, around the same time. This is 1969, so he was a pretty popular uh, actor at the time, and. I think it's a it's a fun movie because they they mix and match the two genres of cowboys versus dinosaurs. So somehow along the line in this movie, I won't give it away because I know everyone's going to go to uh, Hulu or wherever and pull this up and uh, Netflix and <laughs> and I've watch. already forgotten the title. So <laughs> well, it's, the title is the Valley of Guanji, G-W-A-N-G-I, Cowboys Battle Monsters in the Lost World of Forbidden Valley. I see. That's the tagline. Um, All right. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to see uh, that, you know, I don't know, that incarnation. Again, they're, they're separated by 65 million years, and all of a sudden they're on the screen together. Uh, typically, in 2015, uh, a movie came out that kind of stole that concept, starring Eric Roberts, Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. Now, a town's lone shot at survival. Rest in the hands. I need a drink. Of a few cowboys. And if they're going to outlive these prehistoric outlaws. Where the hell are you going? Hunting. They'll have to shoot first. Or become extinct. 
in the wildest action-adventure standoff. Do you honestly think that you're just going to cowboy up and ride into town guns a-blazing? Where only the best species wins. Your history. Cowboys versus dinosaurs. Poor Eric Roberts. I mean, he seems a good actor, you know? He was in some really good movies, and now he's doing this. This is Name one that was really good. Really the, good. The, uh, the Pope of Greenwich Village was a pretty oh, good movie. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a long time ago, but yes. But, you know, right. he goes from that to, to, what is this, Cowboys versus Dinosaurs? Is that the sequel to Cowboys versus Aliens? Remember that one that came out a couple of years ago? <laughs> yes. But listen, look, I, I love Jurassic Park and, uh, and, and Jurassic World. Really, re- it's only been out for a little while. I, I can't wait to see it. But beyond that, I think it's it's enough with the dinosaur movies. Doug. Really? Yes. I don't think there's been enough. I don't think they've even made a lot of dinosaur movies. You, oh, do you think there's a lot of dinosaur movies out there? Yes. I can't even find any more than we just discussed. What are you talking about? You ready? Yeah. You, well, right. you have a list? I have a list. Oh, all right. Let's, let's hear a few of these I dinosaur I, too, movies. can you know get on Wikipedia and come up with facts, quote, you unquote. You can, but do you? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm going to read it. Right, let's hear it. You tell me he when this printed stop. it out. Too. How That's long is this show? We, have, right, here we, we actually have two and a half minutes right here. Here we go. Okay. 100 million BC. We just talked about right. that. Adventures in Dinosaur City. The Age of Dinosaurs. The Animal World. Anonymous Rex. Mm. Aztecs Rex. The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. The Beast of Hollow Mountain. Bambi meets Godzilla. Ah! Who won that one? <laughs> uh, brute Force. Carnosaur. And if that wasn't enough, there was Carnosaur 2 and Carnosaur 3. Nice. And they were going to make Carnosaur 4, but uh, nobody cared. <laughs> uh, caveman. Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. There the one you is. just mentioned. Yep. The Crater Lake Monster. Creature of Destruction. Dennis the Menace. Dinosaur Hunter. Oh, that one I got to look up. Uh, wow. That's a good one. All right. Wow, what a natural lead from <laughs> Dennis the Menace to, to hunting dinosaurs. <laughs> Destroy all monsters. Dino Time, mm. Dino Croc, Dinosaur. That's an original uh, movie title. <laughs> the Dinosaur and the Missing Link. Nice. Which uh, you appeared in, I believe, Doug. Yes. Uh, dinosaur at, from the Deep, Dinosaur Island. Dinosaur Island again. Dinosaur Island, the third remake of Dinosaur Island. Until they blew up Dinosaur <laughs> Island, which was called the Dinosaur Project. The Dinosaur Valley Girls. Oh, oh my God, it's a dinosaur. The Dino King. Dinosaurs! Exclamation point. Dinotopia. The Quest for the Ruby Sunstone. Uh, Doramon. Uh, three Doramon movies. The Eden Formula. The Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Blanc Sec. What the heck what? is that? I have no idea. Fantasia. Well, a Flintstones a Christmas Carol. Well, I've got dinosaurs in the Flintstones. All right. I'll uh, go for that, and the Flintstones movie. And the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> uh, the Flintstones on the Rocks. I wish there was a Frankenstein movie. That, a Frankenstein against... Uh, Frankenstein Conquers the World. Oh, Apparently met up with that. some dinosaurs. Love it. Right. Love it. Uh, uh, Gertie the Dinosaur. <laughs> Gertie. Uh, that was from 1914 when apparently Gertie was uh, an in-name, I guess. Uh, the Ghost of Slumber Mountain. No. Yes, 1918. Four that years had... after Gertie. They, uh, they, they, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. Uh, and then, of course, I know you don't want it, but here we go. Godzilla 54. No. Godzilla 98. Godzilla no, 14. No, you got to X out two. all the Godzilla That's out. Why? Godzilla against Mexico. Godzilla. Godzilla raids again. Godzilla versus Destroya, because that's what apparently he's going to do to you. Uh, Godzilla versus Gigan. Godzilla versus right, Hedora. We're going to go out on this. Keep Godzilla on going, versus Barack Obama. I, no, I just made that up. <laughs> Should I keep going? Uh, well, let's, let's listen to this. We'll be right back. Godzilla versus Mega Godzilla.
you have any more? I mean, I, you did a lot of Godzillas, but that doesn't do it for me. You know what? There's a lot of there's a lot of Land Before Time. Like, what was that? I mean, that it's like thirteen Land Before Times. Yeah. What is that? Uh, there were yeah, there were thirteen of them. And then You're there's absolutely right. The Lost World. They did two, four, six Lost Worlds over yeah. you know time, and then of course the man called Flintstone. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. So there were a lot of dinosaur movies. Uh, by the way, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. There was a dinosaur in it. If you remember that, no, I don't. You have to go but back. And I, watch I believe that. you. But a lot of these. The thing is, dinosaurs are chasing after humans and and uh, well, looking that's for a crazy thing about it. Well, you put Toy Story here too. Why? Because there was a dinosaur in. Yeah, toy there's Story. that little that little toy right. dinosaur right. in okay. there. Okay. Right. Um, so yeah, I guess there's some that don't have. Um, don't have that same theme of dinosaurs chasing after humans. But the point is, they've been pervasive in movies. So basically, the idea is, is there's really very little that you could do with a dinosaur as a character. It's basically chased after humans. That's right. really the story. Every one of these, except for a man called Flintstone, the the uh, and Toy Story, the dinosaurs chasing after. Humans. I mean, if you just had a movie about dinosaurs and no humans, uh, I don't know. What well, would, that that would be kind of boring. What do you think, think, Jurassic? What do you think of Jurassic World and Jurassic Park? Do so you think that they took this to a different level? Did I think something else. Yes, I think they uh, uh, because it was a storyline. It wasn't just scary. There was actually an interesting story to it, and I liked it. I think a lot of people like. Yeah, and I think Jurassic World's interesting too. I won't give anything away, but it, no. it is a definitely a different twist on this. Yes, and Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy stars in it. Go check it out. You really like it. We'll be right back. This is Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Everything old is new again, and we are continuing our discussion. No, long, no more history lesson, but discussion of dinosaurs and more specifically Jurassic Park franchise and the Jurassic World re-release. Re- this is not re-release. Release. Can I say it right? Release. Release. And here we go. This a uh, couple of weeks ago. Right. We're in dinosaur mania all over again. No. It's palpable. It's just walking on the street. The question you is could just why? tell. Exactly. Why? What's it all about? Is there something more to the Jurassic Park dynasty than any other, you know, entertainment form of, of, uh, of dinosaurs that have been presented? Well, I think that, not to get too serious here, but, you know, I think it also speaks to uh, today's world and, and genetic engineering. And, and I don't want to give too much away about the movie, but but it's a social issue like... Like Godzilla was when it first came out and then fears about the atomic bomb. So I think it's also keying into just a general fear people have about what we can do as as humankind and and the dangers and the pitfalls of, of, of science. Plus, you know, it's scary. Dinosaurs are scary. Yeah, And who should play God is a is really a, a I think you should. 
I think I'd be great at it. You'd be a great god. Yes, I'd be. Absolutely. I'd be benevolent, that's for sure. Benevolent? Yes. Yeah, that's not not good for a movie, though. You you have some wrath (laughs) to it also. Let's take a look and see what Jurassic Park, their philosophy is. Don't you see the danger in what you're doing here? Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's gun. Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't start to think if they should. Dinosaurs uh, uh, had their shot, and nature selected them for extinction. Look, dinosaurs and man, two species separated by 65 million years of evolution, have just been suddenly thrown back into the mix together. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? So I, I, I think that really summarizes summarizes it well. Um, there is more to this series than meets the eye, if you will. Um, Michael Crichton, a terrific writer, wrote a book that started the ball rolling on this and a sequel to it. Uh, to write a book, there's more to it than just dinosaurs chasing after humans. Right. And that's part of it is the discussion of why are we doing this? Uh, I know you can do this, but should you do this? And it could be of all uh, science. It could be of our show also. <laughs> Why are we doing it, and should we be doing it? Exactly. Uh, you should try to tell us the answer to that question by emailing us at old, new, again. To either at, question, about uh, dinosaurs or about this show. At AOL.com. Are we uh, going to be extinct soon? Is this a foreboding No, we are, we are constantly growing. We are like a huge T-Rex that is wreaking havoc on the entertainment culture yes. through our radio show, just like... Jurassic Park's T-Rex. I challenge you not to know what that is. And if you don't know what that is, I would suggest rent uh, or view in any way possible now with the technology Jurassic Park. The original movie. Correct. That is another element, not only the philosophy, which we just spoke about, which I think is very important to the reason why uh, at least the first movie was so successful. I think that the second part here is that it is horrifying. Those, that's the scene where well, the kids think, are in the car. Think about it. It's the, remember, it's the image of the glass of water on the dashboard. So you didn't see the monster. You just heard it. I remember seeing this movie at the Zigfield in Manhattan, which at the time was, you know, and it's still open. It's one of those old-fashioned movie theaters, but had an amazing sound system, ginormous screen. Um, So with the sound of those footprints, the, the footsteps, and then just seeing that glass of water shake was terrifying in and of itself. That was the beauty of it, without even seeing the the T-Rex. And that's the genius of Steven Spielberg, who uh, directed that movie, and it lends itself for um, to a discussion of using the imagination versus actually seeing uh, some horrific scene. Because... And that's sort of like Alfred Hitchcock did in his movies. That, seeing just this innocent cup of water and the ripples and knowing where you are and what that must mean right. is more horrifying than actually seeing the uh, T-Rex turn that car over. Yeah, absolutely. You know? so and that's it, was a, just, it was just an innocent glass of water, as you said. It wasn't hurting anybody. And uh, <laughs> whatever. Anyway. <laughs> but... 
so you, so you have the philosophy, you have the horror, and then you've got the comedy. Our lives are in your hands and you have butterfingers? <laughs> I'm totally unappreciated in my time. Newman! Newman! My glasses! I can afford more glasses! Newman! And no wonder you're extinct. And that's Newman from <laughs> Seinfeld that was on and, and, and eaten by a... Boy, Dave, can you pronounce this? I can't pronounce the name of this dinosaur. Dave is our expert on the pronunciation of dinosaurs. The uh, top one. Oh, Dilophosaurus. All right, so it was, he was eaten by a Dilophosaurus. With an F? P-H. Oh, okay, so Dilophosaurus. In, in English, in that the up. English language, that's usually with the F sound, P-H. Okay, well, so is an F. True. <laughs> English is so confusing. <laughs> but uh, when he came on the screen, it's a shame because he was so well known for Seinfeld. I couldn't, you know, kind of get beyond that. Uh, that yeah, but image. you got to uh, come on. They they knew everyone knew him as Kramer and he played as uh, Newman as Newman. And right. he played the role of Newman. Basically, that was Newman in Jurassic Park. Right. Really. Right. But he had a pretty big role. Pretty important. Uh, significant uh, events happened yes. to him. Um, and I think that's also some of the fun of it is that there's a, a streak of philosophy in here there's a streak of certainly horror and there's a streak of comedy uh, inadvertently or, or not I think there's a little bent there that they want to be a little humorous and break things up a little bit sure so I think that's some of the secret behind the original Jurassic Park now do you think the Jurassic World um, movie starring Chris Pratt, who was in Guardians of the Galaxy, right. presents us with the same uh, cornucopia of... Uh, <laughs> you like that? Cornucopia. Cornucopia. I don't, there's no F in there or no PH, so yeah. I can pronounce that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cornucopia. Uh, in, you know, in this, does it add something? Does it go along with the original, with his philosophy, horror, and comedy? I, well, first of all, neither of us have seen it yet, right? right? So we know not of what we speak, but <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope so. I, I think it does. I've seen many of the reviews, talked to a lot of people. It's It's got a lot of um, discussion about should they genetically engineer this new type of dinosaur, which uh, has more intelligence than in the past. Right. And so that's there. The horror is clearly there when uh, they're all released. These dinosaurs are released upon the 20,000 people that are visiting this Oh, don't island. tell me. La, 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 la. I can't hear you talk. La, 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 and there's la, the, la, the la, comedy la. part of it is uh, we'll leave it at that. So Dave <laughs> didn't get the punchline while he was uh, making that sound. So I think it has all the elements. It's it's terrific fun. And now there's a new generation now uh, that people that may or may not have seen the original are going to really are we miss ma- it. We're making it too important. <laughs> I think we're placing it. No, There's a I, new generation this who's is, yet to see the glory of Jurassic Park. I think this is going to challenge the <laughs> Avengers this summer as blockbuster of the year. Really? I really well, do. That's a pretty bold statement. Yes, and you're going to see, wait till Toys R Us grab a hold of this. Wait till Burger King, McDonald's, you know, the yeah, whoever, kids' toys. Right, right. There are going to be dinosaurs everywhere. Yes. And I'm going to enjoy it. I'll be going back to the dollar store with Leo. And now I'll see <laughs> a Dilophosaurus, and I'll be able to tell him exactly. Exactly what it, it is. Exactly. And pronounce it. Yes. And um, do, do, you, uh, do you plan on taking the kids to see this? I actually have shown Angelica, who's six now. I've shown her the original. 
Uh, oh, really? And okay. actually, to, I should say I've shown them all to her. Uh, because, what I, believe it or not, they're kind of horrifying, but they, there's not a lot of blood, if any, Oh, no, in no, these right. Movies. They're not gory. So it's, it's something that's real interesting to them. I'm wishing uh, Chris Pratt and um, Guardi- of Guardians of the Galaxy all the best with this. Yeah, because he's a close friend of yours? Yes. Why, do you, why are you wishing Chris Pratt all the best? <laughs> what is that about? Because I want to have him on the show. You understand? <laughs> this is the next thing I do. He's going to give a call to this character, uh, who, by the way, to me, seems to be like um, maybe you know, he did Guardians of the Galaxy, which is hugely successful, a.k.a. like a Star Wars type. Right. He's done Jurassic World, which is hugely successful. And he is slated, I think, uh, it's the rumor is, to be the next Indiana Jones. Whoa. So okay. I think he could possibly be the next Harrison Ford. And Maybe the next guest on and everything maybe, old is new again. I would. I, I also wish him the best, Doug. I there do. you go. See now that will get him on board. That's exactly what we need to see. <laughs> Everybody on the same or rowing the oars in the same direction. Welcome back. <laughs> We're looking forward to seeing you next week on Everything Old Is New Again. Let's go out with some Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey.